Hello, and welcome to Loot News. Today, we've got a really special guest here. If you've all listened to Unhinged Guests, we have a brother from another mother. we got Chris with us. But you'll be hearing him go by the name of Tank. That's why I've known him for like, how long has it been, Tank? Like 13 years, 14 years? Yeah, something like that. We got a doozy for you. A little bit of an episode nine coming your way now. Title of it is "He's On." Is that what it was? Is that what it was? He's on. It wasn't. He's on. He's on. Is it? He's on. I'm on. Okay. Uh, something like that. We got a. We got some stuff here to talk about, and the reason why. We call this he's on because I've been falling asleep here lately. You know, a couple of the nights. Every day I try to get on, he goes to sleep. Yep, we know. (laughs) It's a hard knock life, man. I just, I don't know. I'm like like 52 years old. No, you're like 29. I know my birthday's coming up here in three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we got a few different things. Um, right now, currently boiling down my Super Bowl predictions from last podcast. Still, bonus still episode. hope, still hope, still hope. By the way, they just scored. What's Ravens the what's just, the, what, Ravens just scored? What's the time on it right now? Uh, like twelve minutes left in the fourth quarter. What was the score? Twenty-eight to twelve. So they can just if they hold Tennessee twice and they score both times, they should be. Yo, know, that that could be one of the one of the greatest comebacks. Been a lot of a lot of comebacks. It and... could be, but Derrick Henry is just uh, let's see, I'd say probably over a hundred yards rushing. Oh, no, I, I've seen him. Before. Yeah, one hundred and seventy three yards rushing. So that means that him. they are getting annihilated. I see him for put the, the kids to sleep, man. He's he's a beast, an absolute beast. I still think it's going to be Chiefs. And Seahawks. You know, I was going to disagree, but it's looking, I don't know about totally, but I know my prediction's half right so far, but it looks like it it might go away in the divisions. But a little football. What is that, the AFC? Yeah, AFC Championship would be next weekend? Yeah, yeah, AFC and NFC, and then I think we wait. Two weeks or something like that. It's like, what is it, February 2nd or something like that? I'll give you a a thing here. A ticket for upper-level seats in the AFC Conference Championship is $400 just for upper-level seats. Good God, like a nosebleeder? If you sit in the club level, it's $1,700. And if you sit at the 50-yard line, it's about the same. I don't know why it's the same price, but... And then, like, then you can set the end zone for $500. So it's like upper level must be the craze or something. Wow. What was the upper level again? Uh, four, 411 is the most cheapest one. And compared, on the, and compared, and just compared and to compared the... compared to uh, 1500 on the, the sidelines. You might as well just save another 500 and go to the sidelines. Good night. That's crazy, man. I wonder. I wonder what Super Bowl tickets are. 
Uh, well, let's find out. I'll tell you. Super Bowl tickets are, for one ticket, $4,000. $4,000 for upper-level seats. Oh, my God. What's the sideline? 50-yard sideline is ten grand. Are you? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Club-level seats, you can't even buy them. They're already sold out, apparently. That's probably for, like, celebs. The cheapest I'm seeing is $3,500, and that's for the very, very, very top. Oh, my gosh. That's like, that's like three weeks' pay. That is insane, dude. Who yeah, has that kind of – well, I guess if you're you working like stockbroker or something, you can afford it. That's insane, though. I guess I guess we never really dove into it before. No, I never really off. looked. Oh, that's ins- – I remember seeing – you know, I mean, whenever like a, there was like a UFC fight, like in CBUS. Oh yeah! Remember... Speaking of UFC fight, dude, Conor McGregor's fights next weekend. Mm. I, I seen he came back, mm-hmm. resurrected from the dead. I guess he didn't get in trouble with that one allegation. Where he punched an old guy. Oh yeah, when he talked about his beer at his pub. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I wouldn't want to fight him. Dude, they got. Chase Young, I don't know if your your listeners know who Chase Young is. I would assume they would. Yeah. But he's the defensive end for Ohio State. Everybody says he's going to go number one overall over the QB for LSU. I don't think so because quarterbacks usually go better than defensive ends do. But apparently everybody thinks he's going to go number one as a defensive end. That's pretty – like, number one overall pick, too, not just first round. Of course, he'll go first round, but to be picked but they're number thinking one overall, overall, that's pretty overall. crazy. Like, top, top, D top. Yeah, because, no. you know, like, DNs and stuff, they, they get picked in the first round, like, you know, four or five or three. Yeah. But no one ever, not that I can recall anyway. I mean, I'm young, but I don't ever recall a defensive end going first round, number one pick overall. Well, talking about OSU in general. I hate to, I know I hate to bring it up, old bones, but that still, that game was garbage. Yeah. That game was. I mean, they should have definitely won, but I think the whole thing that changed the whole ball game was when they was winning like 14-0 in the first quarter, then it was like, it would have been 17 or something to zero in the first, and then that got called back. It wasn't a touchdown, and I think that's what changed the game. What that the, what and all the, the all the all the crappy calls that I was going to say the rest small technical called. things like the targeting ordeal on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I thought if anybody got in trouble, it was the guy that tried to rip his head off when he fell down. That's what I thought, but I was not thinking it was. I mean, I hate the targeting call. I mean, sometimes it's blatant, like the LSU game beforehand. Was it LSU Oklahoma? Wasn't it beforehand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that was blatant by the Oklahoma guy. But with that said, this right here, I mean, the quarterback's falling down. This guy's already dove midair, and then the quarterback's slowly descending. Of course, it's going to get the helmet to helmet. You know, if he's far enough back, it's just right. I don't know, man. And then he acts like he's all hurt, and then as soon as our guy gets ejected, 
for targeting. Then he's healed and he's running a touchdown in. It's and the guys. If anybody don't know who's listening, look him up. He's absolutely the ugliest guy I've ever seen. Just put ugly Clemson quarterback, and I guarantee you to bring him up on Google. Yeah, he's he's got like a weird nose and everything. No offense to the dude because he's a really good player. He'll probably get no, him. no, no. He is he is good. I mean, he's if he became a like, let's just say he became. Uh, 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 I think he'll be pick. like, I think he'll be like a maybe a Carson Wentz type kind of guy. Well, well, say he became just a, just a freaking franchise quarterback right off the gate. Okay, I promise yeah. you, he will. He could be the highest paid at one point in time in the NFL, but he will be in the category of highest paid quarterbacks, hottest wives, but ugliest quarterback category. Yeah, oh, like yeah, Jay for Cutler. Sure. For sure. Yeah, Jay Cutler fell in that ring. But Jay well, Cutler, they got they got uh, the third person going. Number pick three is another quarterback. So that's why I say I don't think that that defensive end is going to go number one because that's two or three quarterbacks that are really good that probably are going to get picked because you got to think the teams that are going to pick number one overall, the yeah. first pick in the draft will be – the Bengals, they'll probably pick a new quarterback because Dalton, they're going to get rid of him. And then I think the next pick oh, Red is, is either the Lions or the Redskins. And I don't think the Redskins are going to pick a quarterback because they got Hats, Haskins from last year. And the Lions, well, the Lions might not pick. Actually, they might pick Chase Young because they got Matthew Stafford. <laughs> How about Ninja at the beginning of the year? Huh? Yeah, that's out there. Lions cool. are gonna go all the way. Well, the record was miserable. I mean, it wasn't. I don't, I'm trying to think. <clears throat> I'm, I'm thinking Bengals may have had the the worst record. Of the oh, season, here we I go. Think. I got the I got the whole number. The picks the first round. The Bengals pick first. Redskins second. Lions third. Giants fourth. Dolphins fifth. Chargers. I didn't even realize they were terrible. Six. Seventh is the Panthers, eighth is the Cardinals, ninth is the Jaguars, and then ten are the Browns, which that's my team, and it's hard to tell what they're going to do because they don't even have a coach or a GM right now. <laughs> so who knows? Should have went oh, to and, Bowl this year with all the talent we had, but we are terrible. And thank for all listeners that really. don't that don't know why 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 by chance has Bengals got first pick? Is it because of the best? Is that why? No, they uh, had the worst record in the NFL, two and four, two and fourteen, I think it was something yeah, like that. Two and four, they won their last game. Uh, shoot, no. What is it? What was it? I think they uh, they won their last game, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because they beat the Browns again. Well, the Browns beat them the first time, and then the Browns lost the second time. Yeah. Well, that's enough Sorry. sports for today. Sorry about that. Little mic issues here. Hear me all right. What? Do you still hear me all right? Yeah, it's just a little weird. Sounds really loud. Okay, well, right now, sound all right now. 
I mean, it sounds fine to me, but I don't know how it'll okay. sound on the thing. Well, I'm going to All I'm right, going to edit subject, the audio anyway. Uh, yes. I have a 19 interesting facts for you about Ooh. the movie that was pretty highly received, or whatever you call it, received well, or whatever. Uh, the Joker movie. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I haven't seen it yet, so I am. I'm I interested. just watched it. I just watched it last night. Was it was it worth it? I mean, I didn't really. I mean, it's it's definitely a good movie, but I, mean, I don't if like you far, movies. He was a DC yeah, guy. DC, DC, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because it actually DC. has it actually has like a little, I guess you would say Easter egg with uh, Joker. I don't want to really like spoil it, but like Joker gets perceived well by people in the city at the like end i wouldn't i'm not gonna say how or why but then one of the people that's dressed up like a joker like they wear a mask ends up killing bruce wayne's uh family or whatever yeah and then you see him just standing over him also kind of led into because that's one thing kind of wouldn't ever describe we all know that that his their his parents died on was it it crime street or something stupid something like that um, yeah but yeah, so the, he, they, the role the role Arthur Fleek, which is the main character's name uh, in the movie, was already like conceived that the guy that plays him, Joaquin Phoenix, I don't know how to say his name, Joaquin whatever, was in mind to play him before they even cast him as the Joker. So awesome if they didn't. So if they didn't have him, then they probably wouldn't have made it. I would assume. I don't know. Is that the is that the, is that the same actor that played uh, Walk the Line? Yeah, that's what I was that's what I was thinking. I was just making sure. And Am then I... the guy, I got nine or uh, eighteen facts for you about this movie. So it says <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix based Joker's laugh on videos of real people suffering from pathological laughter, involuntary laughing and crying due to a nervous system disorder. Because in the movie he does he does some like creepy. Like, if someone was mentally unstable kind of laugh, that's what it would be. And he did a pretty good job on it. That is that is so cool. Of course, I, I love if you've that. seen what he looks like in the movie, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it by now. Uh, really, really skinny. He went on a real big diet, lost 52 total pounds. And he had to get supervised by a doctor because he lost so much weight. I need to go by his diet and see what it was. Right. Uh, the plot for the movie... Came from a failed stand-up comedian. Uh, came from the Batman: The Killing Joke graphic novel, often considered to be the definitive Batman versus Joker story, and one of the most popular graphic novels ever made. Wow! I did not know that. Graphic I did not. Novels are a big, a big hit. That's awesome. Oh, here we go. This will be a funny little, little, little thing for you guys out there. Uh, We'll just say a adult website revealed that there have been 741,000 searches for Joker since the movie was released in October. Mm. I'm not one to judge, <laughs> but the kinks. I'm not one to judge, but kinks. Come on, guys, is what it says. I don't know what the heck that means, but whatever. Wow. Um, when preparing for the role, uh, Phoenix studied the movements of iconic silent film stars like Busty Keaton and Ray Bulger. I don't know who any of those yeah, people are, but I'm sure there's probably some listeners that know who they are. Um, 
Paso Phoenix didn't look at any other Joker in person, like any other actor for his role. He did it all himself, his own direction, the way he wanted the character to be. And from like the the bits and pieces that I was watching, I think he did a good job. But compared to Heath Ledger's Joker, no, no there's no way. There's no, no, there is no, that's the only thing is you got anybody that ever plays Joker in the future like this. You got yep. to like them in their own way. Right. You cannot. You can't. You don't. You want. You don't want to go down the road of comparison because then you're just going to hate everybody. Because I mean, Heath Ledger is the a legend. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be it should be Heath Legend is his name. Now you remember Let's in uh, what's it called that Dark Knight movie where they show the hospital? It's called like Arkham State Hospital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they have that in this movie too. Really? But that building is a real building. It's called uh, the Brooklyn Army Terminal Annex Building. And the only thing that's different about it is it says Arkham State Hospital in the movies. Everything wow. else is identical. Such a, I think the, the Dark Knight trilogy is my favorite. I mean, I know, um, I, you know a lot of rumors, speculation as well as you know, Christian Bale's a terrible guy. He's hard to work with. And I, I, I probably agree with that. But regardless of his doings or what he does outside the camera, he's a freaking – I mean, he did a great job, I think. One of the best Batmans, um, period. And people always go back to the old Adam West days. Dude, yeah. pers- personally, personally, and I love, love DC – I can't stand the old Batman's. I just don't. I don't like it because it's just too comical and witty and well, stupid. Well, to me, you know me. I don't like any DC. So I mean, I don't really have an opinion. But if I was to watch one, it would probably be the Christian Bell movies. Yeah, the Dark Knight series mm-hmm. or trilogy, absolutely. And just to let everybody know when he says it like that's because when we're growing up together, it's pretty much he's a Marvel guy all the way through and through. And I'm a DC guy through and through. So if you I see- will say the only DC movie that I have watched lately that's really good <clears throat> was the Shazam, I believe is what it's called. And it's Dr. exactly yeah, 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 yeah. And it's yeah. like uh, it's like the DC version of Deadpool, but PG version of Deadpool. Like he doesn't really cuss because if you really if you know what the movie is about, it's about a kid that turns into Shazam. So the kid, of course, isn't going to say all the stuff that Deadpool says because Deadpool's a grown man, and yeah. we're like, you know. But well, speaking uh, of Deadpool part, what about Deadpool three being confirmed? Yeah. But I hope, I really do hope that di- since it's under Disney's control now, um, to an extent, and they still left and kept the rated R rating on it prematurely. I just hope it I doesn't lose nothing. See, yeah, I don't see, I don't see him making it as bad as it. Like, it, I love both of them, but I mean, I don't see him making it as graphic as those two were. I don't. Could, there's no way. Could you imagine the Deadpool series on Disney Plus? Well, then again, you got to realize <laughs> they've made Disney was technically a part of Avengers, and Avengers doesn't like all PG. Like, it's got some cussing and killing in it. People, you know, it's not gonna be that yeah. terrible. But uh, no. Uh, I just hope the feel don't change. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you'd be watching yeah. it and it look normal, but like there's just something 
that just seems a, a, a like feels different. I mean, I just hope it don't. I hope it don't do that because like I will say that for one, I am definitely a Ryan Reynolds fanboy through and through. I love Ryan Reynolds. He He's hilarious. Good, like that Netflix movie. I've seen some like yeah, yeah, the six. I watched I like, Underground yeah, I Six. Know. I watched it. Honestly, it's not that bad. I mean, of course, it ain't gonna be nothing that you will always remember. Yeah. But it's it's worth watching. I mean, it's funny. There's some parts in it that's actually super. You know funny, what's even crazier but... to think about is how much Netflix has to be making because if you realize that they got like Kevin Hart, Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne Johnson, all these people making Netflix movies. Adam Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, um, yeah. Like it's just crazy to think about. Like all these movie stars aren't making movies for the theaters, but for Netflix. Yeah, there's got to be a lot of push on that. Someone's not going to just do it. Oh, yeah, I'll make an exclusive for you. Yeah. So there's um, got- uh, let's see. Some more facts about that Joker movie, since we're still on the subject. Uh, it was deliberately based in 1981 to keep away from the current events in the DC Extended Universe. Huh. So it doesn't want to make, like, what's Conflict happening. Conflict with anything. Like, yeah. That's pretty. That's a fun fact. I didn't know that. Uh, in the movie, the main character he performs at a comedy club. Of course, it's in Gotham. Uh, Pogo the clown was the stage name of a real-life professional clown and serial killer. Guess who? Yeah. Guy that dressed up in clown. John, John Wayne, Wayne Gracie. Gacy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The homosexual kid killer. What a yep. freak. Freak man. Also, Joker is the first R-rated movie in history to make $1 billion. Mm. R-rated. And if you watch the movie, you know why it's R-rated. It's pretty, some pretty messed up stuff. Yeah. Um, Which, I mean, I expected, you know, that's the thing is people's giving it crap. I mean, when it first came out, it was like, don't watch this. It, it shines, you know, it just it just shows too much and... And it makes you know make people if do you, stuff. If anybody's what? ever watched Deadpool or uh, any other movie, this is way less graphic as those movies. Like there's some parts in there that's, of course, you know, rated R. There's gonna be blood and all that. But from what I've watched, I don't see. The only thing I can say is it's rated R is because of cursing and yeah. all the stuff that they do in it. But it's the, the, it's a good watch, I would say. It, if anybody knows who the Joker is, that's what it's all about. This is who, right. why he became the way he was. Yeah, it's like you a know, pro, like a prologue to the story or yeah. beginning or whatever. So everything I believe, I haven't seen it, but everything that I believe that it's shown was for a reason, not yeah. to not to cause people in real life to have problems. People are just snowflakes, man. This is I the way. It, it, I think people are just saying that because there's a lot of stuff in this movie that's like mental mental stuff like yeah showing that the guy's mentally not there and stuff and um in the movie there's a like couple scenes like back to back that are exactly like uh a correlation i guess you would say between that joker the movie and taxi driver you, I don't know, it's like the Robert De Niro movie that came out a long time ago. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it, it like does a, exactly what he did. Taxi Driver, Joker does it almost. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, 
there's a scene, of course, you've probably seen memes about it, about the Joker on the stairs, you know. Yeah. And yes. uh, it became so popular that they're now a place on Google Maps. Fans even put it into the religious destination category. Now, that's a little far-fetched. Religious destination, that's mm. a little bit, that's a little bit, uh, worshipy. Yeah, it's a, yeah. That's a little out there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then there's, well, I can't really, I guess I could say it. People's had to watch this movie by now. You're the only one that hasn't watched it yet. I haven't, but I know it ain't going to go But it's ahead. just, it's not going to give away, like, the nah, even if it did, I still like to watch it. You know what I mean? Uh, just... Phoenix was in the bath, uh, improvised the bathroom dance scene on the spot. In the script, he's supposed to run in the bathroom, hide the gun, and wash his face. But instead, he does a dance mo- a dance number, and he improvised it. See, so, yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's cool, man. You know, that's what makes... That's the difference between good actors... The only thing that's going to suck is what I what I just read right now is because, you know, they're making that new Batman movie. Yeah. Right? And it yeah. says the guy, Todd Phillips, the guy that made the movie, he says he wants comic book movie fans to know that there's no chance of Phoenix's Joker and Robert Pattinson's Batman ever crossing over on the big screen. He added, that doesn't mean Pat- Pattinson won't ever possibly face off against a Joker. It just won't be in his version. Uh, so that's not good. No. Oh, um, for all the fans that don't know, can you can you elaborate who you just said the garbage Batman's going to be? Now, look, yeah, he's saying this, this is a dark night, by the way. The only thing I could say, the reason they're doing it is because he's young and he looks like he's rich is the only reason I would say. But he's a guy that played... Uh, about 10 years ago, they made a movie called Twilight, and they made like four or five movies. I don't know how many, but he was the lead vampire, and ever since then, he was, hasn't made a good movie. I mean, I didn't like those movies anyway, but like he hasn't been successful, really. I cannot. I shouldn't have complained about Ben Affleck. Look what I got now. Yeah, now you, you know, got a Twilight a, saga. I mean, from a DC guy, this burns me up. Absolutely burns me up. It's... It's get, I mean, you can't get Christian Bale back in there, probably not, but but still, man, like, that's the thing I will say that I do like Marvel over DC is that the consistency, like, whenever I say who's Superman, aside of the old Supermans, I mean, like, you know, I mean, the most recent, not Superman. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Marvel has Iron Man. Who is That's it? what I mean, not Iron Superman, but Iron Man, yeah. That's what I mean. You know, it's Tony Stark. Who's Tony Stark? You know who it's going to be. Yeah, you don't have to think about it, you know. But they keep consistency, and I don't. And this has not been a first thing. This is like I don't know. It seems like it's it's been a trend, um, a celebrity trend on who gets to be Batman. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's dumb. Yeah, you know, at one point in time, for God's sake, it was George Clooney. Then at one point, it was um, shoot, I forget his name. The other Batman that wasn't so bad had uh, Jim Carrey's a Riddler in Kyle it. Kyle Kilmer or something. Yeah, and Schwarzenegger is the Iceman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to freeze you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. I got another movie to tell you about in a second. But uh, uh, the guy that played Joker said that his laugh in the movie was the toughest part of the whole role. Because he, I you know, he laughs a lot. I think it's one of his laughs I heard was creepy. <clears throat> Like it definitely has that kind of feel to it that 
I thought he did a really good job on at least with trailers I've seen. Yeah. He did a really good job on perceiving or giving you the feeling that he's unstable. Really good job because you know you kind of feel like the Joker yeah. is. You know when you see Joker in any other thing or whether it be in a cartoon, whatever, is Joker kind of yeah. You don't know if he's serious or he's he's sad or mad. He's he's everything really at all times. And it's he did a really good job. I I think from a Joker perspective. I mean, he didn't do bad. I mean, I still think, like I said, Heath Ledger did better, but you have to watch always... it. And yeah, it's decent. And then there's one last thing about the movie. Apparently, I know I didn't even notice it, but all the clocks in the movie were set to eleven eleven, and fans of the movie went crazy with Bible verse theories and such. But when asked about it, director Todd Phillips said it's just a coincidence. <laughs> And I always thought eleven eleven was it eleven eleven make a wish? Was that an old saying? Yeah, yeah. That's what I would have thought. I wouldn't want all Bible verse on it though. Well, well what, that's, what, a, that's a, all I got for that movie. I mean, because I just watched it, so I thought some facts about it would be pretty interesting. But I guess there's always the the facts about the best Christmas movie ever made. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. No. What is it? What's the best Christmas movie? What do you? Die Hard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen so many memes about this in general. There's uh, some facts about that, but that's yeah. We don't want we don't want to learn about that right now. Uh let's jump into some um since it's a new year, let's celebrate uh 18 weird things we can do on the holidays in the new year. Ooh. Uh, ooh. Uh well, um 18. I can't tell you because I don't see it on here. So they're <laughs> lying to me. Oh, it's a it's a video. I'm not gonna watch this video. Uh, well, okay, that's change, out of here. We'll change from gaming real quick. I I know it's like a broken record, but what, right now, your thoughts? Um, we'll go before and after. When MW when Modern Warfare first came out, what was your thoughts when it first when it first came out? Another boring Call of Duty. Another boring Call of Duty. But, but, but it wasn't, you know, it, it felt like it could have potential. It felt like yeah. it could. And then it, and, it, yeah. it was really good. And then it just got repetitive. Like, I realized, if anybody doesn't know by now, Call of Duty was where I started it all. So I have a, a big soft spot in it that's where we met at. That's what we met yeah. playing, playing Call of Duty 4. And, you know, like, ever since... Call of Duty, I don't know, what did you say? Call of Duty Ghost was the last decent one. Ever since that yeah. last one, from there on, for the past, I don't know, seven years, I'd say, oh, have been absolute it's, dog trash. It's been I hate it's Black Ops 3. I hate Black Ops 4. I hate, uh, I don't hate World War 2. World War 2 is decent. Um, Infinite, Infinite Warfare, I think was the, the other one. It was okay. The guns were decent, but the jumping around crap, I'm just not a fan of. And you I don't become like that a robotic dog. And when yeah. you run through people, it like blows them and up. Then, and then, of course, it, with Infinite Warfare, they did the Modern Warfare Remastered, which was god-awful. It was the same Call of Duty 4, but it was so bad because of the respawns. And they added... The respawning was terrible. Loot chess. Loot chess, yep. 
gosh. And what that started with, all you don't know, it all started with Advanced Warfare. And sure. Advanced Warfare, the only thing good about that game, the only thing I hate about the game and like about the game, hate about it is you had to spend money to get packages because it would take too long to earn yeah. the packages. But the best thing that they did was the variance of the guns, which would be one would be more powerful than the other. There would be epic, legendary, whatever it was called, rare, super rare. I don't even remember. Yeah. Like but, nowadays, everybody's like, oh, it's just cosmetic. No, nah, no, nah, man. Advanced Warfare, uh, yeah, it Advanced wasn't Warfare cosmetic, was, bro. They had cosmetics in the game, but they also like had the guns exoskeleton, that were overpowered. Like the I believe it was called. Yeah, exoskeleton, yeah. Yeah, that was all cosmetic. And, and, Speaking you of know, exoskeletons, in... Uh, I don't know where at, what state it's in, but the place where they make um, cars, like the hometown for cars, not Detroit or anything, but it's like a motor company. I don't remember who it was, but I seen it yesterday when I was watching the news, and they actually interviewed this guy, and the dude had an exoskeleton suit on, like Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, because, because they use it to lift up boxes and all that so they don't strain that's, their back that is pretty dope though that's pretty cool yeah. that is that is actually awesome so this new call of duty i was like oh it's another call of duty it's gonna be boring the first i don't know what do you say about month month two months and and yeah. four season pass came out you know four, got, yeah four season pass came out it was good and then it got to a point where you maxed your level out well, I didn't, but... 150 uh, with no prestiges. With no prestiges, which prestiges were taken out of the game for stupid. some stupid reason. I always like prestiges. First always time have. ever. First time I don't know ever. why they did it. Uh, and then, like, two months into it, I'm like, dude, this is so repetitive and boring. And, of course, me, I mean, I used to be a big-time Call of Duty guy, but, like, this new... Not new, but two years old now, Fortnite came out. And it's just like it changed the whole perspective on video games, in my opinion. Absolutely. It's just like they do. It's not just, yeah, I get it. It's cartoonish. It's for children, blah, blah, blah. But you also realize that there's adults that play the game that are making more money than I'll ever make in my life playing this video game. Not Call of Duty. Call of Duty don't have no $3 billion tournament. But But Fortnite's just where it's been where it's been taking me because it's just so different every time you play it, it's different you can either win you could either die you could die a stupid way or you could build get in a build fight win there's just a bunch of other stuff there's if you one guys thing... know what i'm talking about you know what i'm you know what i'm saying there's a bunch of stuff that can happen what... and of course they have challenges different what... skins you can get it's just i don't know it's really good there's one thing though that Fortnite does that no one else does which is the way that they're marketing. And yeah. <laughs> there's a reason why they have so much money. It's not just because it's a, it's a good game. There's tons of games out there that's decent, good games, but they die. Not because they suck. It's because they don't keep up with it. Fortnite has not just magically became a social phenomenon by luck. There's other Battle Royale games out there well before Fortnite. It's not that. It's that they keep on keeping on. They keep it fresh. They put stuff in there that you hate. They put stuff in there that you love. And, and they just, they don't stop. They don't stop. And th- that kind of determination is something, you know, from the outside, you're like, oh, Fortnite, man. That's for kids. You know, kid base. They have it at Walmart. It's for kid base. 
you, you had, that's a cosmetic outside look at it. Look from an yeah. internal perspective, they are freaking. I mean, people got to realize also Fortnite's changing the game that gaming companies do stuff like, yep. um, let's see, uh, Call of Duty, for instance, Black Ops 4. You would have never thought Call of Duty would ever have a battle royale because the only battle royales back in the day were like H1Z1, DayZ was kind of like a battle royale, like you'd walk around and kill people. Uh, there was uh, PUBG that came out on PC. Uh, there was really no good battle royale game that was did it right. And Fortnite came out and made battle royale, and then two years later, it's the number one battle royale ever, and making more money than all these companies. It's still it's made it, it's going downhill like 25% loss, but they're still making billions of dollars. It's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, at one point in time, and like whenever we, you mean, first really got in a battle royale period, oh, yeah, was PUBG, which and it was Pub, terrible. PUBG should have been left on the PC, PC. Yeah. and and just mostly because of the keybinds, it made I, sense. I it think was, the only reason the PUBG isn't as good is their whole problem that's always been since it started is. The way that it's like laggy, like no matter if you have a good PC, the 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 servers are trash. It's yeah, the it's servers laggy. are. The graphics aren't the greatest. You figured by now they would like update the graphics or something by now, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just too hard. To, and and my biggest pet peeve also, and see Fortnite's very simplistic on gra- You know. You know, you got your own little way of doing things. You put yada yada, but you do it simple with with flicks of a of a finger, man. Yeah. You can put things where you need to be and give it to people, whatever. But on PUBG, on PC, it's no big deal at all, man. It's a, it's another day in the park. Yeah. But on Xbox controller or PS4 controller, there's just, you're doing so much crap yeah, just to put attachment on a gun or give something to somebody or loot. The worst thing I think about the game I hate. Is freaking trying to loot. Yeah, you know that, that's what I would say. That, and I like hate, I said, I the hate. servers are terrible. Yes. Uh, since yes. we're on the subject of uh, Fortnite, uh, I will tell you some interesting facts about Fortnite that people might not know about. We're gonna hashtag this, and it's called Fact Check with Chris. There All you go. Word. Fact. We're Fact doing it check on, I'm the human Google machine. <clears throat> we are doing that for real. I'm gonna put it in the bio. Fact check, Chris, or fact check with Chris. So one word. There's there's only eight of them that I have right now, but since I'm a Fortnite, that's all I pretty much play. That and Madden and Call of Duty whenever I get bored. But Battle Royale was not the number one attraction for Fortnite. And of course, if you played Fortnite when it first came out. Like me and uh, Brandon did, it was just a campaign co-op style game, third person about zombies and f- building a fort, a fort and going missions, doing all that stuff. Which was still fun. Don't get me wrong. It was still right, fun. Right, right. But it was never supposed to be that. And then they saw that yeah. uh, production for PUBG came out, which of course PUBG came out before. Fortnite, but Fortnite was like, oh, wow, PUBG's becoming popular. Maybe we should try something like that. And two weeks later, 10 million players were hooked. 
about the Battle Royale of Fortnite, 10 million players were hooked just because of that. I try to think Fortnite was did. was PUBG one of the first um port or Xbox or you know console royales? Yeah, I'm trying yeah, to think. PUBG was, I'm think pretty it, sure, yeah. I think cuz H1Z1, well, actually H1Z1 might have been before PUBG for the PS4, but I don't oh, okay. know. I could be okay. wrong. I don't know that fact, so don't fact check me on that. Don't fact check. Don't ha- don't hash that out, guys. Um why is it called Fortnite Battle Royale? Do you guys know? Do you? Well, let me tell you. My uh, To answer the question, you've got to remember the original thirst of the game and its development. Forts, of course, were in the game for the zombie mode. Monsters, zombies, loot, and resources to build structures to keep them safe from those mutants at bay. They were the forts of the battle Fortnite Battle Royale. Additionally, in the original concept, players will be choosing differing characters. Like, um, there would be a guy that's really fast. I think they call him a ninja in the in the game. I can't remember now. I haven't played the co-op in two years. I believe I believe it. I believe it is a category. Um, in the Fortnite Battle Royale mode, the models are all similar to the to the campaign mode. I guess you would say. Uh, difference between characters is just cosmetic and the stats you don't get from the co-op you don't get in Fortnite Battle Royale. Um, uh, Fortnite, the the name, was actually a triple intrad intrad I don't know how to say that word, so we'll skip that word and just say it's a triple threat. <laughs> An early event in the game was a 14-day survival marathon where waves of monsters poured out over two weeks, and Fortnite is a term for a two-week period. That's cool. That's interesting. So when Battle Royale took over as the main driver of the users and people playing the game, the name went from something that described the elements of the game in three different ways to have precisely zero to do with anything. But hey, Fortnite Battle Royale just sounds cool, and that apparently is enough. (laughs) <laughs> uh, of course you guys know but if you guys play Fortnite uh, Season 5 this isn't on the, the website I, I, I remember this Season 5 they had the hamburger and it disappeared from the map of course Oh yeah. but oh, did yeah. you guys know that it actually appeared in California Desert near Palmdale California and I remember, I remember that and someone took a photograph of it yeah uh, uh da, 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 da. let's see here yeah. something else interesting i'm not gonna read all these because it'll be boring to some people uh oh here you go how much money do you think fortnite has made brandon how much money like just from the beginning till now uh we'll go till 2018 2018 are we in the bills well i can't tell you that that'll give it away I'm gonna say. I want to say, seven point two. No, nah, that's a little too high. Seven two point what? Seven point two what? I'll say one point three. Billion. What are you saying? Well, I mean, I'm not saying anything. I'm reading. <laughs> so, uh, it actually has brought in two point five billion dollars in just, in just get this, people. 
transactions alone. Yes, that means in-game transactions for just, what do you think it's for? You think it's for, oh, like, oh, I get a cool gun with special powers. No. You get it for cosmetics only. Transactions that give you no benefit. That's no how benefits much at all. love the game. Now, this this $2.5 billion in transaction, it doesn't just say that it's for, like, the battle. Well, I guess it does. It says Battle Royale. So, I guess it doesn't go by the campaign. There's probably people that spend money in the campaign, too, and you actually get, like, characters yeah, that are good, story. you know. Well, you're playing AI and stuff, so it don't really yeah. matter to have something more powerful. That just helps right. you out in the game. But I, I do like it, you know, and it's oh, it's, intri- also, it's, in- it's intriguing. Did you guys know that since Fortnite has came out, I am now 30 wins in. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad, all you people that don't know. I'm just too old, I guess, to figure this stuff out. 30 wins it- is still pretty good. But I also just play duos, and duos is a lot sweatier, I think. If, dude, look, this is the only game, and I will admit this, this is the only, I'm not, not trying to be cocky. Let's just say, you know, me and Tank, we're not bad at games. Um, you know, especially in the Call of Duty. Call of Duty, we used to be top-notch. Yeah. And that's not then just again, saying it. Then again, I mean, that was 10 years ago. I mean, we're still really good at Call of Duty, but 10 years ago, if we would have, like, actually tried and not you know try to grow up and go to college and get jobs we could have probably went mlg team to be honest oh, it was it was if, if twitch was a thing back then it'd been a different ball game but yeah. i don't want to be rico off of napoleon dynamite either you yeah. know try it's probably what i sound like right now <laughs> yeah uh, hey, uh, you know I can, I can get a nuke and then he throws the ball and he's like hey i can throw this ball over the mountain and it just goes right like in front of them that's like us like we'll try to get nuke and then we only get like 10 kills it's just not the same we're not as good as we were it reminds me so much though when he's like man he said it was fourth court coach would have put me in fourth quarter we went to state oh i have a since we're on the funny subject i have a funny little story for you guys out there completely off subject completely random but i thought it was funny because i read it this morning and this is not a drill, is what this is called. This is not a drill. Oscar Myers Wiener Mobile is hiring new drivers for 2020. Oh my God! The Sign Oscar Myers Wiener Mobile has had many navigators over its 84-year history. Race car drivers <laughs> uh, and such. The Oscar Mayer company is looking for a new generation of, as they would say, hot doggers to get behind the wheel <laughs> of the iconic ride some hot it dog breakers. food and wine reports the applications are being accepted for the one only one year you get to do this from one year position now through january 31st so this uh only you only got like 20 some days left yo i'm going to apply and you don't even gotta pay me it is a primary pr job and can Candidates with a bachelor or bachelor associate. What is that? BA. What's BA? Is yeah, that bachelor ba- associates? Bachelor. But, but, what is that? Bro, but bachelor in what? Hot dog rank? Oh, no. It tells you. It says public relations, journalism, communication, advertising, or marketing are preferred. But my thing is, of that whole thing I just read, who the F is going to have a college degree and be like, hey, you know, I went to college for four years. 
for journalism, public relations, or communication, but I'm going to go drive in a hot dog car and, Yo, and, and do my career for not even a whole year. We're, we're, dude, I mean, yeah, exactly. Am I going to really say which which one's worse, okay? We know the studies have shown so far in life that there's tons of people going to college, dropping you know between $70,000, dollars but it's hard uh, to find jobs. That's bad, but you're trying. Or is it worse to say, yo, I dropped down drive like 80 grand a, and I'm a hot dog wrangler. A <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> oh, that is God. the title um, of this episode, guys. It's getting changed and it's hot dog wrangler. Hot dog wrangler. That's a good one. It, hot uh, dog Carl, Carl Mayer, the guy, Oscar Mayer's nephew. So Oscar Mayer must have passed. God bless his soul. Uh, introduced the first Wiener Mobile <laughs> in 1936, and today there are six vehicles on the road, making up to 1,400 or 1,400 stops a year. Only, only six? <laughs> only six vehicles, yeah. You know what it reminds me of? I don't know if you guys have seen the movie. I'm sure you have to have seen it by now. Dumb and Dumber, when they're driving the freaking uh, dog. The Muttmobile, yeah. The Muttmobile, the, the uh, Mutt's cuts. Of, like, it reminds me of, like, if it was that's who would be driving. The people that drive that have to have, like, no sense to them at all. No offense to people, like, that want to drive the hot dog cars. But come on now. Like, who Dude, really wants to drive a hot dog car? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm I'm totally boycotting hot dogs trying to make me get a bachelor's <laughs> to drive a freaking hot dog uh, for you. Oh, did you guys know also that after the spear disappearing... For a couple decades, the Wiener Mobile. <laughs> Bro, get more facts on this hot dog. Revived in 1986 for <laughs> its what anniversary? 50th anniversary, people. 50 years the Wiener Mobile has been here. Oscar Mayer hires 12. expanded to six hot dogs. <laughs> That's not even enough in a pack. How many is in a you pack? Figure, Eight? You figure Oscar Mayer would make a lot of money by now? Come on now. Uh, apparently, Oscar Mayer hires twelve new hot doggers each year, and usually hot dog receives... wranglers, right? <laughs> Guess how many applications they get? How many? Over a thousand. In a year? And I guess I does this, Well, yeah, I guess in a year. It says each year usually receives more than a thousand applications. So there's people out there that are just like me. Who the f wants to drive in a hot dog? Well, I mean, probably uh, hard if they if they go ahead and uh, search up some usernames on a Grinder app. <laughs> oh, now don't, <laughs> sorry. Don't make no fun of people that use that app. I went, I went, I went, uh, I went there. Um, I, I don't care if you use that app or not. I was just making a hot dog wrangler um, comment. Regardless, they're hot dog wranglers. Uh, Hot hot doggers, I don't care. It's hot dog wranglers, okay? And you need to, I I can't wrap my mind. You can say whatever you want right now, and I'm still trying to wrap my mind that I need to get a bachelor's degree to to drive drive a freaking hot dog. (laughs) Well, hey, I don't know if you know this or not, but the job comes with benefits and a competitive salary in addition to the impressive title of hot dog driver. The new hires must be ready to hit the road in June of this year for a shot at becoming Oscar Mayer's next Wienermobile driver. Apply at the end of the month. Here. What's, what, I'm going to what, apply right so now. I'm applying right now. The, what's the rules? Like, what's the, what's the, how do you, I mean, like, Fine. you apply. Fine. I'm not even joking. Like, okay. Become a hot dogger. Here we go. Description. 
Who? Do it. Do it. I want to hear it. You. We need outgoing, creative, friendly, enthusiastic, graduating college seniors. Oh, they got to use that, don't they? Graduating, yeah. (laughs) Who have an appetite for adventure and are willing to see the country through the windshield of an Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Applicants should have a BA or BS, preferably in relations, journalism, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, what question mark? Bachelor's in hot dog wrangling. What? To represent Oscar Mayer as a brand ambassador through radio and television appearances, newspaper interviews, <laughs> grocery retail and charity functions, to meet in quotations and greet people from coast to coast, to maintain company cars, <laughs> to work with internal and external consumer promotions, marketing and sales professionals, to manage your own traveling public relations firm, organize promotions, con- contributing to brand social content and pitching to TV, radio, and print media about how great Oscar Mayer Wiener's hot dog and baloney and such is. <laughs> Where it is at the... <laughs> Where is this at? Uh, the hot dog highways of America. Wiener mobile vehicles travel through all regions of the country, visiting big cities and small towns alike, bringing miles of smiles to millions. Why? Go parallel park at Wiener. <laughs> the Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile has become an American icon for over 80 years, and provides <laughs> it provides a Wiener whistle and a smile a smile for all. Oscar Mayer uses the Wiener mobile. At specials events throughout the country. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's a like you? Whisper? I don't know. Uh, I don't let's see. Google it. I don't oh, here we Google. go. Here we go. Wiener Mobile spokesperson slash hot dogger, as they call it. Hot dog wrangler. Con- the, they call this condiments, which is the cons of working for uh, mm. Oscar Mayer. It's Competitive so salary, expenses, benefits, and team apparel are covered by Oscar Mayer. Experience being your own traveling public relations firm. Experience in a self-managed positions with many responsibilities. Being a middle mini celebrity in small towns and big city through event appearances and media interviews. And of course, out of all things, being the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile driver. <laughs> the hot dog wrangler. <laughs> the hot dog wrangler. Hey. Oh, here you go. Here you go. Do you cut the mustard, as they say? Do you qualify? <laughs> if you're an outgoing, creative, friendly, enthusiastic college graduate with a big, big appetite for adventure, send your resume and cover letter to Oscar Meyer at hot, uh, for a position, hot dogger position in Rank. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Wisconsin, dude. What an oh, interesting Wisconsin. little story that was. Wait a second, a man. Google, up, what, Google up Wiener Whistle. Okay, let me look it up. Wiener Whistle. Yeah, wiener whistle. I want to know what this is. A wiener whistle. I'm going to look it up. I got a weenie whistle from the wiener mobile. Yes. That's what this is called. Uh, I can't tell you because I'm not on my uh, headphones. I can hear stuff. I'll just assume it goes like, wiener's here. <laughs> Something like that. So we, we, we got that little fun little funny story oh my gosh tell you hey everybody right now apply forget the bachelors once you put for one i have any job i've ever done in my entire life i've never put a cover letter so that's a start um but how many guys and girls out there wants to be a hot dog wrangler that is awesome not me hey i got a interesting 
kind of story about how your story was about the Bigfoot. Wiener whistle, last man. Year, last year or last episode, I mean. Wiener whistle. Go ahead, sir. I'm still stuck on the hole. <sighs> yeah, I just uh, I just remembered. Emily told me about this today, and I had to look it up. Emily's my wife, people, if you didn't know. Yes, I'm married. Ladies, get off me. Uh, <laughs> anyways, this, this is apparently... I've never even heard of this until Emily told me about it. And she apparently heard it from one of her relatives or something. Apparently, this this thing is called a grass man. Grass okay? man. It, location grass wise, man, where? Well, I'll tell you. I'm getting ready to read you some. some no, okay, stuff. okay, okay, player. The grass man, also known as the Ohio grass oh, man, O-H-I-O. grass man or orange eyes, is a tall bipedal hominoid that stalks the woods of Ohio. Hence the name Ohio grass man. <laughs> is reportedly very similar to you you guess what bigfoot it seems to be much more aggressive than any other sasquatch species so does a species like the sasquatch the grassman gets its name from the small hut like living structures or nest it builds out of tall grass now you're like well where how do people even know about this like where did they see him at well i'm about to tell you people the first uh, where do you see him at sighting of Grass Man occurred in a small village of Minnevara, Ohio, in August of 1978. You know what I just thought of? That up north? When was the first sighting? When was the first sighting of Bigfoot? Was it in the 70s? Because I'm starting to wonder if the 70s people weren't just tripping out on acid and thinking they're seeing human, like, hairy people outside. I'm telling you, and plus they probably, you know, hippies probably I mean, didn't... think about it. It's been over what? It had to be over, it's at least over 30 years, 40 years that no one has seen a Bigfoot, like, in person. Like, they have pictures of it. You always see, you always hear about, oh yeah, Bigfoot, here he is, and he's running through the woods, and you can't really tell if it's him. Why isn't there yeah. a dead body of a Bigfoot somewhere? I will, I will say, with today's technology... Isn't it funny how today's technology, though, we can take pictures of anything, and all, all right. of a sudden, I don't hear no sound, you know, no encounters. But back right. then, when I couldn't really you take heard, good pictures, you heard tons all of them. about them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think people are just tripping out on acid, dog. I, well, I'm anyways, I'll, I'll tell you some more about this. Uh, this uh, what is it called? Grass man. Grass man. Uh, Not the gas uh, man. It was in 1978, and it is up north in Ohio. Near That's Athens, I figure. I know sound. Near Athens, Ohio. Oh. Oh, no. It was in Miravana, Athens, and other places in Ohio. In Greece? But, hey, oh, hey. Uh, and last sighting, guess where it was last sighted at? Uh-uh. Athens County, uh, June 20th, 2017. Oh, crap. Yeah, that was only a couple, what, three years ago? Four, something Where's like the that. pictures at, man? We got good phones. Three years yeah, ago? The picture I'm seeing just looks like a giant Sasquatch, pretty much. Um, well, anyways, 1978, uh, they was a the first sighting. Grandchildren of the Minervar residents, Evelyn and Hal Clayton, along with their friends, ran inside screaming about a hairy monster they saw uh. in a gravel pit outside. When the couple went out to investigate, they saw what the crying children had described. It was the co- covered in dark matted hair sitting Ugh. in the pit. And fiddling with discarded trash. It was estimated to be around 300 pounds. 
the Claytons fled, but this would not be their last encounter with the Ohio's ape man, as they say. The Claytons would see this grass man many times after the initial encounter. One night it was seen peering at them through the kitchen window. Hey, that's oh, kind of yeah, like Luke, what your yeah, da- uh, what your dad's was talking about the, the other last week. About yeah, the- if you guys listen to bonus episode, Pops had one with the uh, Bigfoot that was peering through the window as well. Maybe, it, maybe it's legit. Maybe it's a trend. Uh, how, like- how ran for his gun? Sounds exactly like this your dad's story. But the primate was gone before he returned. The area was later investigated by police, and although there was no sign of the hairy humanoid, several faint footprints were observed in the mud, and a terrible smell still lingered in the air. The high grassman was later seen by the Claytons atop a hill near the strip mine at night. So they like caves and hill mines too, just like uh, Sasquatch. The next month, in broad daylight, the couple observed two hairy bipeds on the same hill. Uh, it says only after these reports by the Claytons were made that a startling connection was made. Days before the gravel pit incident, the Claytons' German Shepherd dog was found dead. Its neck, neck was broken, presumably killed by the hairy beast. Good God. Um... Let me, get, let me see if anything recently. Uh, late 1800s, sightings of a similar hairy biped were made by the Ohio River. Uh, tried to throw a man out of his carriage in the 1800s. Uh, that sounds... Uh, people don't really know if it's called Grassman or if it's just actually a Sasquatch. People are making assumptions that it's a new characteristic of uh, Bigfoot. But... The characteristics of the grass man are as such. The height, you're probably like, oh, he's probably like really tall. No, he's not that tall. Ranges from 5 feet 10, which is my height, generally in the 6 to 7 foot range. So he's like a tall basketball player. Uh, The footprints are 10 to 20 inches long. Handprints have not been found. Uh, it weighs three to a thousand pounds. Uh, sound. Some reports say it growls and barks with unusual heavy breathing, but also reports say it sounds like the cry of a baby or the, or the scream of a woman. No, nah, no, nah, I'll go, I'll go with growl. Yeah. Uh, it has a strong odor or rot that lingers in the area even days after it's vacated. Uh, appearance are snub nose, peaked or deep set eyes, very chesty, blackish brown in color, long arms pointed. It's exactly like a Sasquatch gorilla type stance. Um, no visible neck, which is kind of weird. Uh, motion. Apparently, people have seen it move. Unlike usual humans, some say it walks like a robot or machinery. It can throw large rocks and can break tree limbs. Uh, victim, victim is kind of the same ordeal as the Sasquatch here is, uh, known to kill dogs and numerous unusual deer kills have been reported with just deer's liver taken out and legs twisted off. Oh God. Uh, there's only been five individuals who have, have been seen of these things. So five separate grassmen have been seen. That's that's creepy to see one. They don't have five accounts. 
There's a trail cam picture of this thing on someone's trail cam. It's kind of it, weird. Is it pretty creepy looking? It, it kind of looks like uh, Photoshop, to be honest. I'll just tell you that. It really looks like a Sasquatch from like this stuff I'm looking at. Like yeah. it literally does. Like I think it's just people trying to make new stuff up. But my my wife told me about it today, and I'm like, I've never even heard about that. And I looked it up, and it's a real thing. Apparently, we need it's been to like about that for Man or something. Next week, or next, yeah, next podcast. Yeah, my mom, uh, there was like a Mothman thing in Pomeroy, I think. We we need to go, bro, this September. I never went. I was going to go last year to the Mothman um, Festival. I was going to go. It's so small, though. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I just want to go to it, man. Well, let me tell you, let me tell you some others, some, one little thing I got here for you about some creepy stuff, Okay. Uh, and then I'll be done with the creepy stuff. Um, I'll tell you a story, like a creepy, I don't know, I, I don't know what you'd call it, just creepy story. And it's based out of the, the state Hawaii. I guess I would say it's a state. And uh, according to legend, the fire goddess Pele and a hog-faced demigod named Kamapui. Maui. Yeah, Maui <laughs> had a star-crossed love affair. The Ooh. lovers were elemental opposites. Pele's lava flows brought flame and destruction, while Ooh. Kampapua restored rain, vegetation, and animal life. Ultimately, they decided to part forever, with Pele claiming one side of, oh, uh, I don't know how to say Hawaii names, so I'll just say Ohana for fire, and Kapapua retreating to the other side where all is wet and lush. Today, Hawaiian motorists are careful never to drive with pork in their car along the old Pele Highway, which crosses Ahua. According to legend, carrying pork representing hog-faced Kapapua over to Pele's side of the island will enrage her spirit, and she will get her revenge by making the car stall and until the driver throws the pork out the window. I want to try that so now that- bad. Is a interesting little. I want to try that. Creepy thing, kind of. Well, uh, man, that is. I want to. That's kind. Of, you know, it kind of reminds me of a kind of. I don't know if people watch Pixar movies or Disney movies. Of course, I have kids, so I watch them. If you had kids, you'd definitely watch it. But um, in the one of the movies, there was a. I can't remember if it was off of Incredibles. They had a short movie, and it was like about a law uh volcano. And um, the volcano could sing and all this stuff. And uh, he fell. He he started like falling in love with this other volcano that he could hear sing, but he didn't know where she was at. But she was an underwater volcano. And I don't know where I'm going with this, but it just reminded <laughs> me of the because uh, it was in Hawaii where the the short was. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Like they fell in love, but this they stayed in love, which is Moana. Different. The story yeah, you told. Like, yeah. Well, because you said hog face. And I think Maui looks like a hog face, personally. Yeah, and the lava. Remember, the lava yeah. is actually a girl. And then once returned yeah, that maybe stone, that, maybe, became maybe grass. Maybe that's how they thought of the idea. Huh. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Well, I have some uh, questions to ask you, Brandon. Oh. Some, uh, some of your thoughts or. Okay. What do you think about stuff in the world that's happening? Okay, hit me. 
the first major thing is I know there's been a bunch of like, of course, California's had wildfires, mm-hmm. uh, other national disasters. We don't really a lot of people don't care about. Like for some reason, uh, Austria is getting Australia is getting a lot of attention, right? Yeah. Well, that's because Aust- Australia has had a fire. If you guys don't know, a wildfire since uh, I don't even know the beginning of what what would you say December maybe or something, before that something. it's been going on raging on and I just want to know your thoughts I don't know if you heard this or not but there has been let me tell you I'm going to give you the exact number of how many 30 uh, some deaths no 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 30 some deaths thousands of uh, wildlife no more than that way more than that I read it today and I didn't believe it I'll tell you, hold on. I had the number in my head, uh, but then I forgot. I'll tell you. And then I want to know your thoughts on this whole thing. Okay. Okay. Um, here's some of the stuff that's happened. Uh, bushfire is staggering. 27, almost 30 people. Yeah, 30 people have died. Uh, 2,000 homes destroyed. 18 million acres have burned. And over a billion animals a billion oh animals in Australia have been killed. How a billion animals, dude? That's almost all the animals in Australia are going to be no more. Because so you know the koalas are almost extinct. Kangaroos are, I think, up there. I believe red kangaroos are extinct almost. Um, stuff like that. So I just want to see what your well thought on Australia ordeal is. My last a main topic now, so. Well, my last podcast, um, I read a – there was a tweet. Uh, one of the trending tweets was about Australia Fire, of course. Yeah. And it's about um, Ellen was donating and so forth, people donating. Right. But I do want to say, again, I said it in that other podcast, is I, t- I told everybody last podcast is every – anything that I earn from the month of January to the end of February in Patreon – would be yeah. not toward personal use for the podcast, but right. would be used for donations. Which, if you so, look it up, a lot of people are saying, why does everybody care all of a sudden about Australia when a lot of stuff in the United States across, the, like uh, Haiti, uh, you know, all those places have had big impacts. Like Haiti mm-hmm. had the earthquake a lo- uh, 10 years ago, and, and they're still recovering. Rico, Costa Rica, yeah, or Puerto Rico had yeah. that... Um, Whatever it was. That earthquake, yeah. Earthquake, yeah. So I, like I have a buddy I work with. His family was involved in that. And so I uh, just want to see why why you think Australia, do you think it has something to do with all the animals that are being killed? That's or probably it, think, too. There's a lot of, there's some stuff there that's, you know, we mentioned it. Think you think it's know, because wild. of 18 million acres have already burned, which is a, a lot of acres. And if you guys don't know, I, I hope a lot of people know where Australia is. But Australia is not that big of, no. like, not that big of land because it goes New South Wales and there's South Wales. And, and I know uh, he's listening right now, places. but Lewis Finn, or Lewis, um, we've, we've known him for quite some yeah, time. Yeah, he lives, he lives in Australia. He's, he, I woke up one morning, which had been nighttime for him, or early, or afternoon, I mean. He sent me a Snapchat in the morning time, and, and it was... The, the skies looked miserable. I 
I mean, it was yeah. bad. He sent me a picture and he said, this is what I get to look forward to. And it was the back of his house. And it was just, everything was dark and smoke. He said, it's just been at the thick of the air for you know, as long as we can remember right now. Yeah. And I don't so, know if people know this or not also, but Australia has different cycles of the season. So you may think that like the United States is in winter months seasons right now. I'm pretty sure Australia is in the summer months. Yeah, it's not it winter. Really, yeah, the picture where, where it gets really, really hot. Yeah, the picture I seen and everything, it was yeah, there was no wind. No, it was. But now to go back to the creepy thing real quick. Yeah. But before I forget it, my brain. I got a little story to tell you guys. Um... Dun dun dun. Okay. How long ago, Tank? So, uh, uh, probably ten years ago. And was that your ma's? Oh, yeah. I'd say probably a little more than that, probably. Probably 12. Yeah, something well, like heck, that. Me and Brittany's been married. Brittany's my wife, by the way. Uh, me and Brittany been married for eight this year. Or, la- you know, December last year. So, yeah, I'd probably say probably about 13, maybe. Something like that. But, anyways, I'm not even going to joke, man. I don't get scared that easy. Tank don't get scared that easy. I mean... Not because we're just macho men. Oh, you can't scare me. It just it just, it just don't happen very often. Some of stuff, some of stuff that happens in the world that people get scared of, you realize that can't happen. Yeah, why people get scared. Yeah, I, like it, it, I don't, I still don't believe in ghosts. I kind of do, and I kind of don't. It's, it's just, just I don't know. I I just don't see why. I guess I guess technically ghosts can be real because if you guys believe in religion then ghosts are technically some ghosts. Some ghosts just haven't made it to the other side yet, but some ghosts are demonic demons. Yeah, and I, I believe so, some bad bad karma out there, you know, bad stuff out there in general. But I'm telling you right now, like I said, me and, me and Tank's got like, it's not that we don't want to be scared. You know, it'd be kind of cool to get your adrenaline pumping, don't get me wrong, but it's just that rationalization system in your brain, like it just automatically kicks. And... You just rationalize it. Like you hear a noise, you don't think ghost. Depending upon what's going on, you may think somebody's breaking in, but you don't think ghost. You just think it's something natural, something fell, something, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to lie to you. Of all the times in my life, this is one of the few times that it was pretty creepy. Also, you forgot to tell them that it was about 2008 is when it happened because MySpace was the number one social network at the time, because is I had it a my camera. space so big? No, and I had Bye a camera. I had a camera that we that I just got, and we was like, dude, this camera's so awesome. And we took pictures. I'd go around and take pictures of me and, and the boys and all that back in the day when we'd all hang out. Yeah. And post it to MySpace, and then we was like, had a great idea. It was like, well, I told him about my my creepy basement, and then Brandon. Yeah, I did. I did believe him. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, creepy basement. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, basements are creepy, dude. But I'll check. Oh, Brandon, guess what else? What? I found out something about out, something else about out about that basement when you're done telling the story. Oh so my go god. Ahead. Oh my god. Okay, okay. So I believe Joe was there. Our other buddy. Yeah, Joe, Joe, and B Rob was there. Okay, yeah. So we all four went down this basement. Now I'm thinking to myself, basement, same crap. I mean, like I said, basements are just naturally just saying the word, just creepy. Which, so by like, the okay. way, the basement was only used 
when we had that house, me and my mom and grandparents, the only thing we, and my sister, the only thing we used that for was laundry room, and everything else wasn't used. So we went down in there, okay? It was, I mean, you could see under the floorboards, like, you know I mean, like, across the whole, underneath the house. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, at one point in time, you can tell that it was freshly laid, you know, cement and the little wall structures, but you can yeah. tell no one's been down there, like, you know what I mean, like, ritually. Right. And so we went down in there, and it was already a creepy vibe anyways. Now, look, I don't, you know, necessarily, be- it's not that I don't believe in ghosts by no means. It, it, it's just like I've not had an encounter, you know what I mean? So, right. But, anyways, from what I hear from watching, which used to be just Travel Channel, now it's like Ghost Network, but uh, they talk about feeling, you know, either coldness feel or just or just feeling in general, just like a thickness, you know, just weird. Mm-hmm. And I just, oh my god! Like as soon as we went down there, I already had like, bam, I wasn't. And, that- and people also. It's not like the basement was abandoned. Like I said, there was a room that we used for laundry, but the other rooms were not ever touched. Like there was one room straight ahead when you go down the stairs, which was like a old workshop that my grandpa used that he never used uh, anymore. It was like a workshop, I would say. Had a bunch of like little paint stuff and all that. And then they had another room, which where the, the sub pump was, which is people don't know if you have old style houses it pumps the water when it rains, pumps it into yeah. I got something pump pump myself. And all that. Way, way, yeah. yeah. And the only room that were, those were the only rooms that really never used. And the other ones were, was the uh, laundry room, which was still creepy in my, my opinion, just cause it's so old down there, but go ahead. Well, the other rooms for one, there's only one light that we had on. It was the light was already stayed on. We flipped on Then we went down, which right in the main. And then right. it did scatter off left and right to different doorways with no doors, but doorways. But they were dark. We knew, I, I wasn't planning on turning them on. But we went straight. And here's the creepiest thing is that there's a little rocking chair. The rocking chair, I mean, it was like a kid-sized rocking chair. It wasn't a big one. But it was facing toward the wall. And I still get kind of like chills. See, I don't, I don't remember that. My my story's a little different. I mean, I know there was a rocking chair down there, but go ahead. I'll tell you my what I well, remember about it. Too. I remember that part there just because it's creepy because I just kept my eye on it the whole time just because I don't – personally, I don't like rocking chairs. I just don't like them. Maybe because I watched me scary movies growing up. I just don't like them. But the rocking chair, what I remember, the rocking chair was just facing toward the wall. Like, I mean, it was not in the way, but, right. you know, I mean, it was right there. But it was just facing toward the wall for whatever reason. I mean, I've – course i'm sure it just got moved but you know being in that creepy setting nighttime basement looking the other way but the whole time was just and then we ended up getting spooked and you know what i mean ended up getting back up in there but it was mostly my biggest thing is the feeling it was probably yeah, the biggest cold thing feeling it was re- I, mean, I know it's a basement and everybody's like oh it's a basement uh the- i know no. the elevation but it was this different. goes with this goes with the cold feeling in your rocking chair thing. But I don't know if you remember this, but we took the camera and we recorded a video because it had video on the camera. And I think it was like one of the good cameras actually that had video at that time. Of yeah. course, remember people, this was 2008, so it's not going to be the greatest quality. It's still be but so you still, but you can still see what was on the camera. So the camera also, when you like played it back, you could do slow motion. 
and we all watched the video of us down there, like recording what's down there and all this. And if you slow it down, when we oh, panned yes. over, dude, I got like when, chills. I remember, when I remember, you panned over, uh, when you went from the laundry room over to the other room, it looked like a face was in the trash bag that was down there with yes. all the, the uh, yes. detergent cans that I had lined up for trash night, and there was a face in the trash bag like on top of it like a like a straight up ghost face or whatever that there was is a face absolutely on there. scary and then if that doesn't make it work we we had a uh people uh, i'll tell you about we had a uh like a door like a attic door i guess you would say of course it's not an attic it's a basement but it was a little door that was like an attic door that was inside the wall and the door we open was like, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you open the door. I'll give you a hundred bucks. I'll, I'll bet you you won't open the door. So one of us opened it. I don't remember who it was exactly. I think it might have been B Rob. B Rob might have opened it, yeah. So we opened the door, and all all we see is just like a little tunnel, like tunnels. Yes, yes. And I then remember that. I, and then you look over, and we're recording the whole thing. And there's like, I think there's some kind of object. I don't remember what it was exactly. But it was just sitting in there, like someone lived, like either went in there, or did left something in there. It was a a utensil of some sort. Yeah, and what what I was telling you about when I said I got something else to tell you about what I just figured out not too long ago. Yes, I guess my uh, oh my my, gosh, I guess you would call him father, which. Uh, people i don't talk to my dad <clears throat> yeah that's a whole nother that's a whole nother episode but yeah. uh um he he went in there i guess one day and he went in there to go check it out because something was messed up i don't remember exactly oh my gosh, but yes. uh he went in there and you figure oh it's just a a crawl space pretty much is what you would describe it as but i guess he went in and he said that there was a spot in that in that area in that room where it dropped down, where oh, he almost like fell down. It gosh. dropped down into like a pit. Oh, like a, just a pit. Like I don't even know what it was, but like he could have fell in and hurt so himself. Creepy. And I don't know what it was used for, but a pit was in that room. So, a, so just you're like, what in the world? A summoning pit. <sighs> yeah, like a summon for demons or something. Mm, mm. So yeah, my house was. Oh, also, my house, I think, was haunted, to be honest, even though I don't believe really in ghosts, like I said. But I used to, <clears throat> I moved upstairs when I was in my ready teenage to years. Upstairs. Yeah, and I moved upstairs in my teenage years, and uh, I had, I was the only one up there. Like, everybody else had downstairs rooms, and I was the only one upstairs. And the only thing I had was, I think at the time, was your guys' old cat at the time. Oh, fat cat? Yeah, and uh, uh, I was I was working at Coke at the time, and I was you know I could have been sleep deprived. I don't know, but the thing is, is I heard it every night, and it sounded like because the door would open, creak open every day, like every night at certain points of the night, and I'd get I'd be I'd be creeped out, dude. And I'd be like, what in the world was that? And I'm like, okay, I'll just go to bed because you know I'm tired and I don't really care. But then the worst part of it all was running, running footsteps no. upstairs. Swear, no. swear on my life. And I'm not going to make this up no. because I, I stayed up there and I thought I was hallucinating, okay? And then 
I would hear it every night. I thought it was like maybe a squirrel or a raccoon. Now there have been there was a raccoon that broke into the window, but it it <laughs> got back out. Okay. But it literally was like human footprints. So I had to get up every night when I heard it to see who, what was going on. Like I even went on a scavenger hunt one night to see what the heck what it was. Oh my gosh. But the worst part is, is I don't live there now, of course, but the people that live there in that house now, my mom and sister went to go visit and said they want to see how it looks because they changed everything. Yeah. And they said the boys, they stay upstairs oh. and they say they hear footsteps and creepy noises all the time upstairs. That's so cool. That is, oh, Ugh. like they, they hear, they heard the same running footsteps like I did when I lived up there. They said they they still hear it upstairs. Yeah, a lot of people don't know is the reason why I'm so intrigued by this. Just because, for what a good a good portion of my life, um, you, you lived not, there pretty much. Not a good portion, but yeah, I mean for a while. I mean, I stayed there a lot. Or and I'd you know, stay at your house. It was just boys being boys. We'd stay at each other's houses back in the day. Yeah, I'm just glad you didn't share none of that stuff whenever I was there. I would have. <laughs> well, it didn't. Well, I didn't stay up there. I stayed in the living room. That's right. We all, yeah, we the pool, <clears throat> the couch, and the pull-out couch. Yeah, pull-out couch. Yeah, we yeah. remember that one. Shoot, man, that's it's just well, creepy. <clears throat> we gotta green wrap this wrap this up to be on the time limit, but um, I, but uh, we're going to conclude here. But we will be on next week weekend. It'll be released. <clears throat> excuse me here, uh, every Monday as usual. But, um, you know, mostly just, just hitting it off, telling some stories like this and, you know, shooting the breeze. Uh, yeah, I'll try, I'll try to be on next weekend. <clears throat> I just uh, work a lot lately, so it's this is the only weekend I've had off in a while. So Yeah, and this is the first podcast that we've had with uh, full-time. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and ad-free. But <clears throat> with that said, we're going to conclude here. Uh, do remember, though, that this is – this will is and always will be a ad free podcast. But if you ever feel so inclined, which is never a requirement, but um, go on the Patreon.com and, of course, Loot News, um, become a Patreon that way. There support the uh, podcast, and also do remember to follow the handles, uh, the socials. Um, everything's you know Instagram, Twitter. It's it's all in Loot News. You know, if you like what you're hearing, hit it up. Say and what's up. If you up. guys want to talk about anything, anything pretty much like gaming, sports, pretty much sports and gaming. That's what I'm I'm really into. But you can follow me at uh, the Bearded Guy 75 on Twitter, and my Xbox is uh, Tank the Man 75. So if you ever want, feel like you want to, if you have a story you want to tell me, and I can tell. Brandon, or you want to get on the podcast, let me know or let Brandon know yeah. and he'll get with you guys. But Absolutely. it's been fun. It's been real. But uh, I got to get ready to get off here, folks. We've got a good day coming tomorrow. So Absolutely. I will catch everybody later on in Loot News Podcast. Brandon, you have a good night. I will talk to you later, sir. All righty, buddy. You too. And um, like I said, you guys hit up there and also go to lootnews.com and, um, that you can sign up for weekly updates as well as um, submit anything you want, uh, a topic that you want me and Tank to talk about, a topic you want, you know, give us our uh, give our opinion about. Um, you like it, you don't like it, whatever. 
send it our way. But other than that, though, you guys be safe. Have a good rest of your evening, morning, or day. And just, you know, remember to, if you're leaving that house, always return back the way you left it in one piece. Y'all take it easy.